Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds, getting more and more final every day. Today marks the 31st of March of the year 2020. Happy birthday today to Joseph Haydn, who's a famous author of many songs, tunes if you will, including the one that was taught to me when I was learning the piano as a child that went, Papa Haydn's dead and gone, but his memory lingers on. When his mood was one of bliss, he wrote lots of tunes like this. Also Johann Sebastian Bach, who was born today and died some time later and famously wrote the Hallelujah Chorus, the original words of which went uh, Bach, 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 But they had to change it due to complaints that it was too phlegmy. Happy death day today to Sir Isaac Newton. Not a surprise his death, with his going around sticking needles in his own eyes to prove lenses and dropping apples on his head to prove that as a doctor he wasn't afraid of apples. An ineffective experiment, because we all know PhDs aren't real doctors. Gravity notwithstanding. Also, happy death day to John Donne, the author of the famous poem beginning Come All Over Me, Three-Personed God. And on this day in history, in 1770, Immanuel Kant was appointed Professor of Logic and Metaphysics at the University of Königsberg, going on to make everyone feel guilty about their morality, but also going on to make students snigger in philosophy classes. Celebrations today include National Crayola Crayon Day, National Bunsen Burner Day, and World Backup Day. So draw a pretty picture, burn it in a flame, and make sure you have a copy saved. Your guest today in the studio is Celebrity Celebrity and three-time World Dolphin Champion, Andy Zaltzman. 
In the news today, companies and schools are putting out a recruitment call for Fagans in the community to come in and take charge of the gangs of feral children who are roaming the streets of most major cities in the wake of coronavirus-related school shutdowns. The masked and gloved children are very hygiene-conscious, so are not at risk for the disease, but are causing enormous amounts of property damage calculated in the billions. This statement from the Chief of Police, Derek Dimbleton. If you are a Fagan, a Pied Piper, the owner of a Victorian factory or an alternative child catcher of any kind, please report to the Department of Education for your assignment to a gang in your area. You will be compensated pro rata and the income will be tax-free. And sales of Corona beer in the US have plummeted precipitously after a public information campaign led by the Health Department that has informed citizens that actually, yes, it's not very nice. Asked for a comment, a man named Tom said, I always suspected it wasn't very nice and in fact was pretty gross, but let's be honest, I don't actually like beer and only pretend I do because masculinity is a prison. And a series of classic movies are being released to celebrate the coronavirus with titles that have been changed to reflect modern sensibilities and will be released by 40th Century Fox this month, including One Fluenza Over the Cuckoo's Nest, The Mask, The Mask 2, Son of the Mask, Four Weddings and a Funeral, and The Little Mermaid. They will be screened in theatres only, which sort of defeats the purpose. And that's all we have time for in our headline section today, because now it's time for your ads. It's time for your ad section now, because capitalism is the crisis, and while buying shit isn't the solution, there's not a lot else that will make you feel okay. Tired? Lonely? Depressed? Does life have no meaning? You should try heading to the circus and seeing the great clown Pagliacci. The great clown Pagliacci will cheer you up, even though he is also tired, depressed, and believes life has no meaning. And here's a secret. I'm Pagliacci. (laughs) The world has been changing recently, and times are stressful. A lot of us are struggling financially. Everything's a bit overwhelming, and you don't know where to start. I can tell you where to start. The first thing to do when you're suffering from stress or subclinical anxiety is reach for half a glass of water. It's cheap, it's there, it's something to do with your hands and mouth before you have to think about the next steps in your life, and it's almost certainly going to be slightly helpful. Half a glass of water. Make it the first thing on your to-do list, and you'll have the satisfaction of ticking it off and feeling marginally more in control of your life. Half a glass of water spoken by the What Else Are You Going to Do Foundation for at least it's something. Hi, I'm Flandra Bullock, Sandra Bullock's lesser-known criminal sister and Sandra Bullock impersonator. During the spring, it's nice to go outside and walk around without being encumbered by the surroundings of your home. But during winter, it's quite cold. So today I'd like to talk to you about the concept that brings the outdoors to the indoors and keeps you toasty warm at the same time. Experts are calling it arson. I just call it getting rid of the evidence. All you need is a small fire and enough oxygen and flammable surroundings to turn it into a bigger fire. Keep the home fires burning with Flandra Bullock's four-part home fire system with a monthly pamphlet describing different fires and a personalised fake passport for when you need to flee the country, sign up now at flandrabullock.firefox.com and use the first pamphlet as kindling to light your first fire today. Ready to pop the question? The jewellers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And that is your ad section for today. The Last Post. Now it's time for your top story, economics. Andy Zaltzman, you're our economic expert and yes. published economics author. Well, exactly. Star yes. of the reality television show, What is Economics? I don't know, nor do you. Yes. Uh, well, I mean, no one does. No one it's, does. It's witchcraft in a pinstripe suit, essentially. <laughs> um, it's very much the art of telling people exactly, precisely what is about to happen and then subsequently explaining why it did not happen. <laughs> What's happening in economics news? Well, what's happening in economics news is the global markets remain in turmoil over... Well, I mean, people blame it on the virus, but it's more the human fear of death, which... <laughs> um, and unpredictable death, essentially. So that's what's really causing it. You know, if we only embraced the cold embrace of the Reaper more enthusiastically, then the markets wouldn't need to swallow their pants every time something, something bad happens. But... Maybe that's a little bit too much to ask for. I mean, I, for one, am investing in toilet paper and then as a B investment in B days. Right. So I've got the market cornered in yeah. all of the sort of ask cleanliness. Yeah, I mean, the zones. toilet paper issue is quite interesting and I'm not sure what the latest advice from the... Because the, the Catholics for years said you couldn't use toilet paper. Or is that condoms? I forget. But <laughs> it's it's... There's a lot of confusion over whether it's Either way, it'll act as a contraceptive. <laughs> exactly. So... Um, but what people are stockpiling toilet paper, but humans lived for thousands of years without toilet paper. Yeah, we've got but, to get back to the old vinegar-soaked sponge. Yeah, exactly, but never live without food. But it's toilet <laughs> paper that we go for first. Shows how the world has changed. It's true. Obviously, in uh, economics, there's nothing that happens that hasn't already happened before, because if there's one thing that sets us apart from other species, it's our absolute point-blank refusal to learn from <laughs> mistakes. And you, you say I was a published economics author, and of course I wrote a highly influential tome at the time of the last economic downturn in 2008. That's ignoring the uh, the brief 2012 Olympic crash, when it appeared that uh, at some point Jessica Ennis might knock over a hurdle, and um, <laughs> the British economy for about an eighth of a second dropped by 50%. So I have quite, quite a lot of expertise on uh, on this matter, and I thought, you know, it's, it's instructive to, you know, hear my insights that have now been borne out by history repeating on itself. Yeah, absolutely. I'd be honoured to hear so, some of the um, insights. This, in response to the question, could someone not have foreseen this crisis? And bear in mind, this is a crisis that was foreseen and has happened, and has was then foreseen again, and has happened again. This is uh, what I had to say about that in 2008. Uh, yes, it was possible, but only by someone with one or more of the following rare qualities, foresight, hindsight, or a rudimentary grasp of basic arithmetic. Uh, no one else, alive or dead, could possibly have predicted this economic house of cards would come crashing down like an elephant on a wedding cake. But unfortunately, no one had either the foresight or the hindsight to use any foresight or hindsight. <laughs> Such is life. Some of the greatest brains in the economic universe have claimed that they had no way of knowing that the problems of 2008 or indeed 2020 would happen. Others argue that they would have given themselves a better chance of uh, foreseeing these things had they not been locked in a special golden dungeon rolling around in $100 <laughs> bills and gurgling like well-fed babies. 
In some ways, the financial markets have displayed the same complacency and lack of prudence as the dinosaurs who completely failed to prepare for an asteroid attack, <laughs> which they ought to have been able to predict from existing geological evidence available to them and the balance of probability. Instead, they thought to themselves, we've had this planet stitched up for 150 million years now, and we've got big teeth. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> so they smugly swanned around, roaring, eating cavemen, and trying to get off with Raquel Welsh until, sure enough, <laughs> whack. Hello, Dr. Asteroid. Goodbye, Johnny Dinosaur. <laughs> In response to a, a book in which I took questions from members of the public, and um, this came from uh, Graham Hernandez, also known as the Human Thermostat, who's a millionaire temperature-based entertainer based in Monaco, who asked, when it comes to panicking, the general rule of thumb in most walks of life seems to be, don't, it won't help and it'll make you look like a f***ing idiot. So why is it that the financial markets aggressively soil themselves at the merest hint of a downward graph? And obviously the response... And for that, which remains just as true to this day, is that panic, Graham, is a contrary little shit to an evolutionary reflex, a survival instinct which, more often than not, leads to disaster from buffaloes chasing each other off cliffs into the willing saucepans of prehistoric chefs to financial markets <laughs> stampeding towards oblivion on the basis of uh, disappointing sales of toasters in Mike's top-quality kitchen store in Ilkeston. Panic has scarred the planet's history as much as any other irrational emotion apart, perhaps, from smugness. The recent <laughs> wobblies thrown by the financial world illustrate and continue to illustrate, uh, as we speak in 2020, how the primary cause of panic in human life is being told not to panic. Such an instruction <laughs> is a 99% reliable indicator that there is something afoot well worth panicking about. No captain of a ship has ever, in the middle of an on-time, untravelled, iceberg-free Atlantic crossing, switched on the boat's public address system and barked, nobody panic, for God's sake, nobody panic. <laughs> if a zoo attendant were to grab you by the collar, shake you vigorously and tell you at close facial quarters to calm down and that everything's probably going to be OK as long as everyone keeps their cool, you would instantly assume there was an escaped tiger on the loose and not merely that penguin feeding time had been delayed by five minutes due to insufficient herring. Therefore, the constant panic fueled and panic fueling speculation about the extent of the financial collapse has become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Rumours have always been a significant contributor to this. Stock markets have highly developed rumour-sensing organs which can detect a five-second trace of a rumour in uh, 10 million square minutes of chat. A rumour, once detected and spread, soon has far more influence than a humble fact because a fact remains the same size piece of truth no matter how often it is repeated, whereas a rumour can grow exponentially exponentially into a presumption until it overwhelms all other relevant information and mutates into a full-blown panic. <laughs> in these difficult times, it is incumbent upon people in society to try to spread the kinds of rumours which might have a positive impact on the confidence of the economy. In Britain, such whisperings might include the Queen being pregnant again, nothing boosts national morale like a good news story from Buckingham Palace, the Commonwealth letting Britain have a second crack at the Empire, they understand that Britain meant well last time and that we'd probably avoid some of the goofs and pratfalls that wound people up so much first time round. And British scientists finding a way of converting sarcasm into electricity. Mm -hmm. This could make Britain the richest country in the world. If you want to hear more of that, you need to buy Andrew Zaltzman's book, which is called... It's uh, no longer legal. <laughs> That's all we have time for in the top story today. Now it is time for your letters to the editor. Remember, you can send a letter to the editor at thelastpost at somethingelse.com. Hi, Alice and itinerant associate. That's you today, Andy. <laughs> Uh, you regularly. That's my birth name. <laughs> you regularly. You thought we thought it was too ethnic for showbiz. <laughs> well, it was anglicised from my Jewish <laughs> ancestry. You regularly extol the virtues of half a glass of water. Before I indulge, I would like to know whether it's half empty or half full. Well, Yours I wanna, sincerely, Rob E. I want to know which half. Is it the left half or the right half I'm supposed to be drinking? <laughs> or the top half or the bottom half. Yeah. I think uh, in a normal half glass of water, it's it's top and bottom. It's horizontally divided. And uh, the top half is your 
air segment and your bottom half is your water segment. Right. So in answer to your question, Robbie, of whether the glass is half empty or half full, I would say it is 100% full of half water, half air. I hope right. that answers your question, well, Rob. What if you slice the glass in half mm-hmm. and then fill it up? Then uh, you... Is that half a glass of water? Or is that that's a full... That's a half glass of water. Half glass Slightly of water. Slightly different. That's a half glass of water, not half a glass of water. Right. There's slight semantic distinctions, but important. I guess so. Important. It's good to get these things clear. There's <laughs> enough confusion in this planet as it is, Alice. Yeah, you're right. These things need to be clarified incredibly pedantically by my vast listenership. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Last Post today. We are here in your ears 366 days of this year and we will be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. You can download this podcast again tomorrow or instead try downloading tomorrow's podcast tomorrow or subscribe so it automatically downloads every episode every day. We have previous episodes available on the same feed for those of you who like to binge the news. Please rate and review and if you have not done so before, please listen back to our previous editions. Your guest today in the studio was Mr Andrew Zaltzman. Andy, have you got anything to plug? My great great Grandfather. Yeah. Uh, I don't know much about him, so if anyone could find out anything about him, <laughs> let me know. There's a home project for you to undertake while you're in isolation. Also, all of my shows have been cancelled at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Look me up online at Alliterative on Twitter, A-L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I-V-E, or at Alliterative on Instagram, and I will try and keep you up to date on alternatives, possibly online-based, for people who wanted to go and see me in Melbourne. Sydney and Perth are still currently scheduled to go forward, but may be cancelled at any minute. Who knows what's happening? And then the same for London, Edinburgh, and my tour of the UK in November. Presumably we'll all be dead, or it'll be fine by November but we'll find out later The Last Post is a something else Alice Fraser and Bugle Podcasts production I am Alice Fraser, find me online at patreon.com slash Alice Fraser and the executive producer of this show is Christopher D. Skinner As we always say Good luck to you Christopher, I'll talk to you again tomorrow The fertility doctor Jan Karbat was renowned for getting amazing results Women who were desperate for children would visit him at his Rotterdam clinic. Many would leave pregnant. But when the clinic closed, rumours circulated about the methods the doctor used to achieve his success. My name's Jenny Kleeman, and I've been investigating what happened in Carbat's clinic. It's the story of a doctor who was determined to create life by any means possible. The Immaculate Deception, a brand new podcast from something else, coming on March 18th wherever you get your podcasts. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.